0: Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello.
1: On behalf of our entire flight crew, thanks for soaring with us.
2: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Disney Brit Bite Size. You join me and Alan. Hello, Alan. Is that David Ambrose? Why was I being David Attenborough?
1: Sounded very much David Attenborough or Richard, Here whichever of the brothers it was.
2: The lesser spotted. No, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's David. Attenborough.
1: <laughs> he might be more spotted. You don't know.
2: <coughs> oh man, this because I got a bad throat. That's okay. Why. I'll let you off. Anyway, it is Disney Brit by Size Week, which means it's the alternate week to us doing um, the main Disney Brit show, where we talk about a specific topic, and it's linked to a sketch that we've done on a previous show. So, Alan, what was this week's sketch and what was the choice and why did we choose it and what was the reason behind it and all that
1: stuff? Well, being that I'm super prepared... Yes. ...and I've closed all my windows down now because Woo. of certain reasons. Yeah. Um, This was a, a sketch that we did on the show when we had Tammy Tucker. It
2: is. Tammy
1: yeah. Tucky, sorry. Um, And it was to do with Avatar Land. Avatar Land being the big hot topic from the Animal Kingdom at the moment. Yeah. And um, there was some major news that had just been announced um, on various websites about the progress of the um, Avatar build. That oh, was very exciting. Yes. So uh, we released a sketch, which was well, an inspiration for today's yeah, show. pretty
2: much what it was, isn't it? So uh, I yeah. think it's time to play the sketch, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Avatar Land afterwards. Here it is.
0: I can't believe we won this competition, and here we are!
1: I know, D23 was like three years ago. Can you imagine what's happened in the past three years? It's going to be amazing.
0: I know, I know. It'll be awesome. I can't wait to t- tweet the photos. I want a Navi autograph.
1: Oh, my word. There's not many other people waiting to get in. Oh, Actually, we're the only ones.
0: It's exclusive. Remember to look out for the details. Disney is all about details. Oh, and story. I know, I know. Come, come, follow me. Welcome to Pandora, the world of Avatar. As we step forward through these gates, we step into the home of the Navi. Pandora is mysterious, primal, terrifying.
3: It has muddy land.
0: We still have a lot of work. Is this imprinted concrete on the ground here? No, it's just mud. The concrete is over Our Imagineers have been working hard for the last three years in recreating the homeland of the Navi close as we can. Is that the Pandora after home trees burn down? We still have a little work. When complete, the detailing will make the introduction of our banshees seamless. <coughs> Mr. Atomalian,
1: we have just taken
0: delivery of your nine crates. <coughs> Excellent will be straight over. It looks like you're just in time. Why, what's happening? We've just had a delivery of banshees. Cool, where are you gonna keep them? I'll show you their housing. We must hurry though, I insist on being at the arrival of our new creatures. Would you mind videoing these for me? I always upload my
1: unboxing videos to YouTube. Sure, no problem. Uh, which which button do...? To... Hang on, that box looks damaged. Really? Yeah, there isn't anything inside it either.
0: Hmm, let me check. Great Leoneptrix. Ha! Ah. Is that a good R? Well... Not really, but the tour must continue.
1: Are these animals dangerous?
0: The Leonoptrix is carnivorous. But our researchers don't know much about the dietary requirements of the Banshee, as it wasn't
1: on Wikipedia.
0: So you have a meat-eating creature on the loose and eight others in a box, and the tour must go on?
1: Um, Can I make a suggestion that we actually head to the animal housing? If you insist,
0: follow me. a tethering pole we still have a little work
1: right that's it as a call of safety we're pulling this thing off mr attenberger we're heading back to the mainland to the safety of starbucks we bid you good day
0: do not want to sit on a banshee mr Iger liked that
3: For the past 10 years, Orlando Attraction Tickets have been providing the UK with cheap Disney tickets for Walt Disney World and the surrounding Orlando attractions. With a low deposit scheme of just £10 per person, you can book your tickets in advance knowing you're in good hands. Orlando Attraction Tickets are the only ticket company to allow you to pay your balance off in instalments online and with no credit or debit card fees, free UK sign for delivery and you are fed Fast Pass Plus enabled tickets now shipping. There is no other choice for your Orlando ticketing needs than Orlando Attraction Tickets. Visit www.orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 226 8523 That's orlandoattractiontickets.co.uk or call 0845 0845- Two two six eight five two three. But this is some kind of practical joke. It's not funny. And I know funny. I'm a clownfish.
2: Right, and this is Disney Brit Bite Size, and we are talking today about Avatar Land. This is going to be my favourite topic of the year, and I am so <laughs> much looking forward to talking about Avatar oh, dear.
1: Land. Oh, as we've said before, Disney Brit Bite Size is a shorter show. Yes. Much so, shorter uh, show. <laughs> so this could be a very short show. Um, First of all, quick um sort of overview of Avatar the film. Adam, have you seen it? I've seen half of Avatar, yeah. Um, I
2: I, I kind of didn't watch it because of all the, the hype, and then I watched half of it and I switched it off.
1: Because when you I've... say switched off, that sounds like you watched it at home.
2: Yeah, I watched it at home, yeah. I didn't watch it in the cinema. It. I actually borrowed the DVD of somebody else. So you didn't even invest to, in didn't it. Even invest in it. I watched half of it, and halfway through, I was like, "Okay, this is I'm, this is dull. I'm bored." There was hardly any storyline to it. Yes, it looks stunning, and the graphics are amazing, but uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the film.
1: Well, I I saw it at the pictures on IMAX in 3D. Oh, you
2: paid a lot for it then.
1: Yeah, I paid a lot for it. I actually paid for the extra wide seating as well, and. To be fair, I thought it was pretty good. Although, I'm not really a fan of this computer-generated character thing going on. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm because kind of uh, the same. I think if it was a, a proper animation, the animation would be smoother. Yeah. Whereas when you look at this, although it's impressive, it still looks like it's a cartoon.
2: Well, it's a little bit of like Pocahontas for the next generation, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. And it's in I, the was, story. I was going to say the updated Fern Gully.
2: Oh, yeah. I suppose Fern, Dully, Fern Gully meets Pocahontas. And yeah. yeah. Well, I think this was the reaction, wasn't it? Avatar Land was a reaction to Universal buying Harry Potter. And it was like, yeah. they've got something big. We need something big.
1: Well, from um, what I was picking out of it, the J.K. Rowling deal fell through because Disney didn't want to grant enough control to Miss Rowling. Right. And. From what I understand, um, James Cameron was approached in um, the spring of 2011. Yeah. And by the summer of 2011, it was publicly announced that yeah. Disney were going to be working with him. And so, to me, that's not the way that Disney works. No, and, and
2: it's interesting that it seems James Cameron has had a huge amount to do with the creation
1: of Avatar Land. It was, it's, it's, it's almost as though he's, he's just doing the whole thing single-handedly brick by brick yeah that's why it's taken so long
2: yeah so um so let's just kind of go through a little bit about what avatar lands all about so the deal was officially announced back in september 2011 believe it or not we've been waiting this long for it the area is estimated to cost somewhere around half a billion dollars construction has been going on for a year now started in january 2014 and is planned to open sometime in early 2017 at present it's going to be taking over the old camp mini mickey area in animal kingdom and what exactly is going to be within this particular area? It seems to be quite a hush-hush at the moment. We don't know a massive amount. All we do know is that there are two attractions that will be appearing. One of them is um, kind of a boat ride that takes you through parts of uh, the story uh, from... Um, Avatar another one is going to be a flight based attraction and from what we understand it's going to be um a little bit soaring standing on the back of a banshee and flying through the the world of Avatar
1: it's it's a bizarre concept what they're coming up with yeah and oh well, f- first of all the the tie in with Disney yeah right the fact that Disney are investing their money and I don't know if James Cameron is chipping in as well or not I doubt but, it but it's the first film of a series of films. Yeah. Now, well, The
2: second moments, film seems to be delayed, doesn't it? Again, 2017, They reckon. There's like a movie's now coming out.
1: Yeah, what, is that because the computers have just been upgraded? Yeah, probably. They've just <laughs> updated the Mac
2: um, Mac operating system and they've got to reconfigure yeah. everything now.
1: They've, um, they've got all the, the bugs from the updates. Um, you've got two attractions. You've got the boat and the flying ride. Yeah. Now, where does this sort of put you in, in place of the following films?
2: Well, I don't know. I suppose that there might be elements to this new land that's going to open, that's going to include some of the elements from the new movie.
1: I would or, think. Or, do you think that this is, these two rides are going to represent the initial two movies and they're going to be, they've taken so long because they're preparing the expansions.
2: That's possible. Yeah. It's possible that they are going to do that. And then they'll add more attractions to it as the, as the movie franchise develops.
1: Do Obviously, with your experience of the first half of the first film, yeah, you're clearly looking forward to the second film.
2: Oh, I can't wait. I'll be at the front of the queue, yeah.
1: That, is that when you're getting your free tickets? It, <laughs> no. I, th- I think, as a concept, Avatar or Pandora, because that's obviously what we're really interested in. We're not really interested in the film anymore because we've been there, we've done that several years ago, and it doesn't seem to have the the buzz of what Frozen had. No, No, that's true. You can't seem to extinguish Frozen, it's, it's on fire all the way. Hmm. Um, Avatar seems to have a buzz when it initially came out. It had another buzz when the DVD or the Blu-ray or the 3D Blu-ray discs came out. And then it just seems to have died down.
2: What happens though, if the second film comes out and it's rubbish?
1: <coughs> yeah, what happens? What happens
2: then? What happens if it comes out and everyone goes, this is terrible, it's a flop, critics hate it, and Disney have just spent half a billion pounds making a new area in Animal Kingdom, which is based upon this first and second film, and then it flops. It is quite a risk. It's a massive risk. You know, look at some of the concept art that's come that's come out recently. Um, it does look like it's going to be spectacular. With the recent video that Disney Parks have released, you've got... Um, kind of a, an image of the floating islands that are really cool. There's um, pictures of these bioluminescent plants and, and wildlife that exists, and they've got a some sort of interactive floor, which uh, shows your footprint on it in some sort of neon light. Um, and there's, you know, big-scale models and things in the area and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, Disney are going at this full scale, and I think it is going to be quite a spectacular park. But, yeah, there is that fear of what happens if the second film flops.
1: I think... If you if you took the whole avatar out of it, yeah, and you just focused on the plants and the life forms of another planet, yeah, and I'm starting to sound a bit Attenborough-y here as well. Um, I think there's a fantastic concept there. I personally go to um, Animal Kingdom for the animals and the environment. Yeah, you know, I clearly don't go there for the rides because there's not many of them.
2: And the one in the um, you won't go on because you're too much of a wimp.
1: Yeah, sure, I've been on... Expedition Everest? No. Yes, I've no. been on it twice. Yeah, okay. And it's broken. Yeah, you're not going to... I've it not seen again. it fully working yet. There's not many people that have, to be honest. Um, But this, you know, the, the, if, you, if you talk about the bioluminescent footprint thing that they've, they've created, yeah. Yeah. where there's a photograph of one of the um, Imagineers walking across it, and as his foot lifts... You can see where his foot was because it's brightly illuminated. Um, that in itself is quite exciting.
2: Yeah, and it depends it, how they're going to use that, I suppose.
1: If, if you think about how people go on about Epcot's fibre optics in the concrete on the way out, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just fibre optics in the concrete. It's nothing spectacular. However, people go, oh, look, check out the lights on the floor. Yeah. This is going to map your footprints. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be quite good. However, my question is, is this only going to work at night?
2: I don't know. Why, unless they create it so you've got... They create an, an indoor location that makes it always seem nighttime, like, you know, they've done with the Mexico Pavilion, for example. Yeah. Um, and it could be that, yeah, it, it has two kind of looks to it, the day look and the night look, and whether they will make a difference.
1: Because um, in, in terms um, of any concept art, there's not really anything showing the bioluminescent part.
2: It's just next to nothing. That's the problem, you know. Um, yeah. There was a, a piece of concept art that came out about the boat ride, which showed a lot of bioluminescent stuff within it. And from what we understand, the boat ride is is designed to show off the kind of plant life and that sort of stuff off Pandora. And it's I think it's kind of Pirates of the Caribbean with plants yeah Yeah. that's kind of the idea of it but again we don't know much about this it's everything is so hush hush i've never kind of known a disney project to be created where so little has been released about what is coming and we are talking about next to nothing we know about this other than the fact there's going to be two attractions but we don't understand what they are or where they're coming from whatever you know big show buildings have started to be built now uh, and they've started to to grow but what's going to be inside them and, and how they're going to, the I don't know. You know, this area for Pandora is massive.
1: Yeah. You know, it's going to be huge. It's, well, there was someone who flew a, um, do they call them a drone? Yes. Yeah. These, these drone helicopter video camera things. And they flew right around the site and, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. The, the land there is totally changed. It looks nothing like what it used to look like.
2: No, nothing at all.
1: And um, one thing I will say is what we've talked about before, um, me, and, me and Adam, was that, to be fair, Camp Mini Mickey couldn't be any worse.
2: No, it, it, the Camp Mini Mickey, the thing is, was always supposed to be a, a temporary attraction. You know, we were hoping for Beastly Kingdom. And Beastly Kingdom never happened, I suppose. This is, this is Beastly Kingdom now, those mythical creatures. Yeah. Um, but it was never it, supposed to be permanent, was it?
1: No, but it gives it a bit more relevance in terms of... Um, as our franchiseability, doesn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, now that they've linked it into a, a film, although, you know, these, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes even, even it's, it's risky the concept of, like tying things into Star Wars or Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because as, as you say, you don't know what it's going to be like. Um. Actually, I've just seen a, a tweet here from Richard Sherman. He says that he's working on "It's a Small Pandora," after all. <laughs>
2: It's a small Pandora
1: after all. It's, um, it's a concept tune for a, a boat ride. <laughs> well, there
2: you
1: go. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <could> you <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Disney do some fantastic things. We, we won't deny that. Yeah. But they also do some safe things. Yeah. And when Disney pushed their boundaries, they do some fantastic things. The Yeti, it was absolutely amazing. They pushed it, they pushed it, and pushed, it broke. Pushed him so far, he gave up. Um, my concern is with these. To me, Pandora, the, the best thing about the film was the bioluminescent, the interactive plants, the life forms that was around yeah. the characters, the avatars, and or the navvies, as they call, I think. Um, and the the it, it was almost like you were under the sea. The way that the the plants moved, you'd touch them, they would they would curl up, they would move away from you, etc. Now the video footage that the Imagineers had put on um, the Disney Parks blog the other day shows a lot of what I'll call dark light ride stuff. Yeah. It was it was the equivalent of Ariel's was it the Voyage under the sea, whatever it's called.
2: Uh Journey into the Yeah, Journey into the Sea or uh, the, the new mermaid, li-
1: yeah. little mermaid ride at yeah. Magic Kingdom. The the plants weren't moving. They were they looked very rigid.
2: No, I think this will be much more than that. I'd like to hope so. Yeah, definitely. I, I have no doubt it's gonna be more than that. Do you want to, should we go into a little bit of detail about what we kind of know about these attractions in their setup?
1: Yeah, by all means.
2: Because um, from what I understand, with things like Soarin' in, in Epcot, you've got several different theatres, for want of a better term, for you to go and enjoy um, the, the soaring attraction. Yes. If I've uh, got this right, and from some sort of building plans that came out, It looks like there's going to be four separate theatres for this Avatar attraction. Yes. Um, They're all going to be uh, outward facing. So imagine you've got um, a square room and each of the screens will kind of be in the corners of that particular square with all of the seating areas facing out to them. So there's going to be four different, we believe, screens for this particular attraction to keep the the guest throughput per hour quite high. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the original plans also called for there being some sort of track ride system attraction to the right of this particular building. Now, there's no detail as to what this is and whether this track system is underwater or not. Now, I'm guessing that it probably will be. Uh, and this could be that the boat ride is going to be ride, directly yeah. next to whatever the um, the flight Banshee flight ride is going to be. So it seems that these two things are, are going to be fairly close together. Which makes me wonder what is going to go in the rest of the area because of how big it is. So I would guess there must be other things Disney are working on that they just haven't told us about yet.
1: Yeah, actually, what you just said there is is starting to click to me. This the boat ride is going to be, in my my opinion, my viewpoint. Yeah, it is going to be the equivalent of It's a Small World or yeah, something the, along the lines yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Or even Maelstrom. Yeah. This um bioluminescent footprint thing, I believe, is gonna be part of the queue ride.
2: Oh, okay. so you can you queue through it, but then you get on the boat and you ride through it.
1: And then you ride through the dark yeah. Pandora.
2: That's possible.
1: Um and that to me is the only way that you're gonna keep that working yep. all day long.
2: That might be possible.
1: Um this um there's some scenery that, as I said before, looked like it was, it's got um, black lights on it with uh, a bit of fluorescent paintwork. Yeah. That, to me, that's that's classic Disney dark ride. So that is part of the... to me, Well, and I think part when the they announced it, ride.
2: they classed it as a, a sea, sea attraction, whereas the Flying Banshees is going to be the E-ticket.
1: Yeah. It's... Like, how many people can you shove on the back of a Banshee?
2: I don't know, but... Are we reading this too literal? Probably yeah, I think we are reading it a little bit too literal. Um but this area is massive. If if we were to compare the area of um Avatar land that they're constructing in, I would say it's easily half the size of Kilimanjaro safari's.
1: Yeah. Quite easily. It so, is it is a much bigger area than what you think it would be. Yeah. Um because when when you went in this Mini Mickey, you were very much filtered down onto a small pathway. Yeah, which then opened up into a like a big, large holding pen, really, yeah. which had I think it had an ice cream um, van and a, a hot dog stall or something like that. It had a, a wishing well and um, a guy who was playing guitar. And Then you were straight into the theatre for the theatre
2: at the back, yeah,
1: yeah, for the Lion King show. Now the Lion King show obviously is now moved to the other side of the moved waters.
2: The side, Harambee, yeah, it's
1: now in yeah. So there is a lot of space there. It is absolutely huge, the area, and it's on the side of the park as well. Yes. If needs be, there's nothing to stop them expanding the area further.
2: Well, they can't take it, if I, if I remember rightly, they can't take it to can't take it to the left because that's where the entrance to the park is and where the bus terminal is. And yes. To the right of that, if you're looking at it from as if you're walking into the area, I think mm-hmm. there's a big lake.
1: I think there's there's a lake or a river... Um, but if you go straight ahead, I think you go into, um, this, there's some sort of moat or river that runs down the back of it, yeah. but it seems to be more um, like backstage yeah. roads and access, which, you know, at the end of the day, if it was going to make Disney more money, they can easily reroute the road.
2: If they need to, yeah, I suppose. But, I don't know, I'm I, saying, I the think. building in the currently that, that's on its way up now um, does look similar to the shape of, of that on the plans. Um, so it looks fairly likely that could be it. It does yeah. also look very similar to the downtown Disney parking structure. i have just put that out there. Um, <laughs> so maybe maybe that's actually what it is. It's just a new parking structure and they've been fooling us all this time.
1: Now, if you went back to the original part of the story when um, Avatar Land was announced, yeah, and in my opinion it was rushed, yes. and d- did you feel that as well? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, usually when Disney announce a new park or a new theme park area or new attraction. They've got lots of drawings to show everybody. It is amazing. You know, there's a big fanfare. Yeah. And this was very much along the lines of we're gonna open up Avatar Land. Woohoo. Now I believe that there was some sort of story going around that it was all to do with hiding um the bad press that was going on with the the Murdoch group. That's possible. Um, and I think the connection was to do with Fox um, News or Fox Productions. Yeah. Who? Um, because he's, he owns part of that. Yeah.
2: Twentieth Century Fox. It was Twentieth Century Fox and Lightstorm Entertainment that created Avatar.
1: Yep. So it was basically the deal announcement was pushed forward to try and divert attention from the um, the bad press that was happening over in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, the phone hacking scandals. I think there's
2: every chance of that as a possibility and that probably happened. Yeah, definitely.
1: And, and the phone hacking scandals is dragging on and on and on. So maybe that's why there's still production going sort on of the race. Yeah, let's still <laughs> divert attention.
2: But um, you know, I'll give it a go, I'll go and try it, and I'll go and and, and I'll give it my honest unbiased opinion. I will watch a second half of the film before I go out there, you know, that will happen and and I'll I'll see what it's like. You know, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna diss it straight away because it's probably gonna look spectacular. But equally it's unlike a lot of other projects that have come up, I'm not massively excited about it. But you know, hey.
1: Yeah I I would have to agree with you. You know, I I would if you took Avatar away from it, yeah. I would go and see it. Yeah. You know, I I went to Camp Mini Mickey, I wasn't really a big fan of the characters. No, but no no the entertainment was it was great, I enjoyed it yeah um I can't remember the name of the guitar guy was he guitar dan something like that yeah um but you know you went went to, Han- to Harambi, you weren't necessarily wanting to go to Africa, you know it just it's part of the entertainment experience yeah,
2: so I'll, you know what's the risk like, and see what what we think of it and and hopefully you know it will be something really good and we'll be really happy and pleased and. It'd be lovely and, and all that sort of stuff.
1: And it'd be just fantastic if Joe Roddy came onto our show and told us all about it. I think
2: he should. I think Joe Roddy should come on and give us some sort of uh, exclusive about the particular things that are going on over there.
1: Or at least just throw us a bone.
2: You could do that as well. Right. Well, I think that's it. I think we've talked as much as we can about Avatar Land, if I'm honest. I don't think... Have you got anything else you want to add?
1: Um, I think there'd be some fantastic blue-shaped, blue-coloured uh, doll whips coming out of it. Do you reckon?
2: And you can get your face painted blue. You can go to the Navity Bobbity Boutique. (laughs) That would be awesome. And be painted blue. Just
1: imagine when you go to get your photograph with one of those Navitars.
2: Navitars. I'm merging them
1: now. Navis, they're going to be sort of twice the height of you. You'll have your head crotch height.
2: That and I also put in there that I think the Blue Man Group are going to move.
1: Uh, There'll be an evening
2: show with the blue people at Animal Kingdom.
1: There was something in that um, Disney Parks blog thing that talks about um, drum something. Oh, the drum and, puppets. Yeah. And puppets. Ah, we don't know anyway.
2: Well, if you want to add anything and tell us anything you'd like to know about Avatar Land, then do email us radio at disneybrit.com. But anyway, I have to thank Alan for joining me. Thank you, Alan. No problem. Thank our sponsors, OrlandoAttractionTickets.co.uk and of course scooter Orlando.com as well for all your scooter rental needs you can go to scooter vacations of course you can follow us on facebook you can go over to www.facebook.com forward slash disneybrit podcast and over on twitter join in the chat over there with at disney brit and you can uh, comment on anything that we've done on the show you want to talk about avatar land you want to give us your opinion on Avatarland? land feel free, you know, this is is just our opinion, this is just the stuff that we've sought out and the things that we know, but maybe there's something you want to add, maybe you are a massive fan of Avatar and you want to tell us just how wonderful it is and just how much you love it
1: Maybe oh, we've missed something I'm out, completely. totally. Oh,
2: maybe, yeah, I've completely missed... Maybe the second half of the film was the really good <laughs> bit. I don't know. Uh, but you want to tell us that they say radio at DisneyBrit.com. Do let us
1: know. Just a of the souvenirs. You're going to get some of that uh, that rare mineral that they're mining.
2: What's it called? Uh, ob- Can't get enough of it of them. It unobtainium or something like That's that? the one. Oh, is that the one? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty impressed with myself. I knew that. <laughs> um, hard
1: to get enough of it. Um.
2: That un- hard to... Yeah unobtainium but makes lots of dolarium yeah, you can of course leave us a review on iTunes let people know about the show and leave you a little review because people read those and go yeah we'll give them a try and they sound like two complete idiots who don't know what they're talking about which is pretty much true and yeah. of course if you got to ring us you can ring us on our phone number 0121 288 2748 and in two weeks no two weeks time next week we'll be back with our next full Disney Brit episode where we'll be once again talking about the Disney's ultimate attraction we'll be trying our new Uh, great British Disney cook-off. I can't remember what order
1: that is. What are we making this time? Uh, Pineapple teriyaki glaze with yakisobi noodles, apparently. It's from Ohana. Yeah, Alan made this one.
2: I just go for cake. i went for something a bit exotic and upmarket and posh. So you can find that out. Also, Tomorrow's Child, we've got on there as well. If you want to send in your child giving us some audio, what we want to know is, can they describe a Disney attraction for me to try and guess? And That's pretty much it. So uh, that's everything from us. We will return next week with a full Disney Brit show. So until then, we'll see you.
1: Bye-bye.